get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid Telling all my people's look, let's get paid Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise Not far from a star, two steps from a slave Take it for myself, man, it's time to get paid They tell me, clever man, come on, you think too much Where you been, I ain't heard you spit in months Did you hang it up? Did you fall off the floor when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such, man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the grind in Atlanta Trying to build a shot, real talk These days it's hard to stay sober Switching time zones with the four-hour laid over Fifth out, I flush out, red from the doja I cry hard cause I can't flow in the soda You can tell I'm clever, doja You in the corporate office somewhere over there You with a Range Rover, this is getting colder And I ain't got time, man, I got a shot Email me in October I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid Asking all boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave One source for knowledge in the information age. High frequency radio network.
get a lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line. I'm
welcome you to another episode of the Foundation here <laughs> on High Frequency Radio Network. This is the Foundation. We are High Frequency. My name is So L. I am the host of the Foundation here. Well, we understand incorrect information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. Correct information, incorrectly applied, can get you hurt. So, as always, we are looking to correctly apply that correct information here at the Foundation. I trust y'all are doing well. Tonight's show is 11 most dangerous trust. Powers, you want to stay away from this stuff? I mean, typically, you know, we get into the benefits. We, you know, absolutely get into the benefits of, you know, establishing your private estate, private structures, and operating through these structures, but, you know, we're going to get into, you know, some of the most dangerous trust or trustee powers that can exist in a trust indenture. I mean, you know, let's, let's do that. I want to start off first and foremost, as we always do by saying all thanks, honors, and praises definitely due to the creator and the ancestors. I want to say peace, you know, big up, salute to, you know, my big brother, Uncle Yusuf L. You can call him Uncle Yusuf. You can call him big brother if you want. You know, that's fine. That's fine. The uncle of the conscious community, in my personal opinion, High Frequency Radio Network creator, SPCUniversity.com. You know, my guy, my my extra guy. You know, shout out to the brother Yusuf Fell. Every single time. As well as, I would like to welcome you to check out Welcome to the Foundation.com. Just, just the way it sounds. Welcome to the Foundation.com. You know, sign up for the email list. Exclusive content, events, and offers. Make sure you sign up for that email list. Make sure you check out that PDF section. I always say it, you know, it's it's, it's free information. It's just grab and go. Move around. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's a lot. Of, you can download, you'd be sitting there downloading for, I don't know, I would say at least, you know, 40, 40 minutes. If you were to download every single PDF that is available on the website welcome to the foundation.com you know I'm not telling you to download every single PDF I'm just saying you know it'd probably be like 30 30 minutes or so 30 40 minutes if you did you know that's on you check out the education section the education tab you know we got the foundation trust primer over 18 18 is it 18 I say 18 in Spanish. Como se dice? But over 18 
handpicked documents by by me. So L, you know, you first getting started, you've heard all types of different trusts. Somebody even maybe told you that there's over 80 different types of trusts, and then you know maybe talk to your lawyer friend, and they were like, you can't do that. You know, there's no such thing as a private trust, and you can only do a grantor. And you know, you're just confused. You know, I heard there was a complex trust, and there's a grantor trust, and there's a Massachusetts trust, and there's a common law trust, and there's an unincorporated business organization. There's a private trust. There's a public trust. Uh, I'm just confused. I start with that foundation trust primer. That's where I would start. And then, you know, Foundation Trust Series Part 1, Part 2, Part 3. I would definitely delve into those, you know, get you get you squared away. I do believe it's kind of, you know, get you pretty much on deck or ready to go to know if you're looking to, you know, seriously get set up in, you know, the, the training, maybe trustee training or, you know, something of that nature. You you know, you'll know that by, by going... Foundation Trust Primer and then Foundation Trust Series Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, you know, it would definitely be it'd be obvious after you after you went through that. Also, you know, we have the Foundation Passport No Social Part 1 Passport No Social Part 2 Part 1, how you get it, Part 2, how to use it in the public Chris L, you know he came came through Put it down, you know. This thing is what a couple months, several months old now. <clears throat> several months. It's been available, and you know, hey, it's it's popular. It's a popular item. I'm just gonna be honest, you know. But you know, passport, no social, part one, part two, foundation trust primer, foundation trust series, part one, part two, part three. All of that, you can check that out on the education tab. Welcome to the foundation.com. Also, you can find the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, the social media pages. There's no TikTok. Nope. There's no Snapchat for the foundation. No. I'm sorry, but we definitely can get you popping on that Facebook dance, that Instagram dance, the Twitter dance. It's three different dances, you know? I mean, you really want to connect with the foundation beyond those three dances you might as well you know just, hey hey connect in a different way maybe jumping on clubhouse but that's neither here nor there finally welcome to the foundation.com is the spot where you can um, you can book a, a book a consultation you can also make a donation it's a very convenient one stop area of the World Wide Web. Welcome to the foundation.com. We appreciate you checking it out. You know, it's a wonderful thing. Definitely want to say peace to all the listeners, all the live listeners, live callers. I see you, switchboard, switchboard, live internet listeners, archive listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners. I don't, you know, I swear I go through things. And then, typically get an email some kind of supporting the notion that hey there's a different medium by which we check out the foundation and it is this if I I feel like if you know I named every 
spot off, it would, uh, you know, it'd be an extensive list. But however you check out this foundation, you know, I definitely want to say peace to you and peace to all trustees and private trustee training here at the foundation. I also want to say peace to all those investing in their private education, whether it be here at the foundation or not, you know, or other avenues by way of acquiring, you know, information and knowledge. It's not, it's not just, hey, it's not just here, but however, and by whatever avenue you are traveling and traversing to obtain said knowledge, I definitely want to say peace to you as well as peace to everyone we have done business with in the public. Anyone that has sent an email, well wishes, current events, or comments, or otherwise added to the foundation, definitely want to say peace to you. Because without the audience, you know what I'm saying, without the listeners, without the followers, what would really be going on right here? But let's jump into these current events today. We said it, right? 11 most dangerous trust powers is what we're going to get into. It's from a document. Y'all know I've been, been doing this document dance, you know, lately. I'm just really, I'm really, I'm, I'm attempting to illustrate Alright. Some of the absolute great information that's available for free, from what I understand, or from what I uh you know, create. I'm specifically talking about the website, welcome to the foundation.com. But you know, these these documents are free and they got great, they got wonderful. I mean really, really solid information especially for you know if you're just getting started you're getting into this stuff if you're you know an intermediate or even if you're you know maybe would consider yourself some type of trust administration master or private master fiduciary I don't know however you know I think it it bears mentioning you know that Regardless of where you're at, you know, reviewing things that you've already read or concepts and precepts that you've already become familiar with, you know, depending on what level you're on, the information may kind of hit you different. But also, you know, this stuff is it's it's out here. You know, a lot of the a lot of the information that I was able to get my hands on was unfortunately for me just the some of the public information these PDFs that I came across were really just reinforcing reinforcing what I was already taught by you know my mentors in these mentorship programs that were not cheap in any way shape or form especially when you know I realize that these these attorneys are kind of shift they're shifty. You know, I'm asking questions, they're kind of dodging the questions, I answer the questions. Um I mean, I ask a question again, they may answer the question, they may not. 
but not really attempting to really give any of the juice, you know? So finding mentors, you know, I was, I was, I would just say that I was, um, very lucky, blessed. I don't know how, how, uh, prepared. Cause some people say, you know, luck equals preparation plus opportunity or something like that. Whatever you want to call it. I was able to, you know, to find first and foremost, my trust mentor. And then, you know, the, the family banking mentor, the family foundation mentor. And, you know, private family endowments, these, these different things that I may talk about from time to time that may seem kind of far-fetched and out there, but are, you know, very, very attainable once you understand what's good, what's going on. But nevertheless, I digressed a little bit. Excuse me. Let me get back on topic, which is, you know, these documents that, you know, that I'm I'm making available. You can email, just, you know, say, uh, what is it? Today's the 6th, right? Or is it the fifth? It's one of them dates, man. The six, ten six. Uh show show document ten six in the subject line of the email. You don't have to say anything else and I'll send you this document. This is this stuff is in here. I'm reading from the document. When we're talking about the title of the show, Eleven Most Dangerous Trust Powers, but these things are powerful. A lot of these documents, I want to bring them to your attention. Because, A, not only could you save, you know, some money, but you could save some time versus what, what happened, what the path was that I took, you know, do it, do it better as I'm, I'm attempting <laughs> to convey. But, you know, let's get into that in a second. Let's jump into these current events like a blah, blah. What we got here, we got, I don't really do this, but Fox Business, Fox. CNN, CNN is red and Fox is blue. They over here. Set tripping. Kellogg is working to mitigate supply disruptions after strike hits U.S. cereal plants. Strike impacts plants that produce Rice Krispies, Raisin Bran, Fruit Loops, Corn Flakes, and Frosted Flakes. Kellogg, whose U.S. cereal plants came to a halt Yesterday, after droves of employees went on strike after stalled contract negotiations, said it's working to mitigate supply disruptions. Kellogg spokesperson Chris Banner confirmed today that the multinational food manufacturing company is, quote, implementing contingency plans to mitigate supply disruptions, including using salaried employees and third-party resources to produce food, end quotes. Banner said between 1,400 and 1,500 hourly employees employed at plants in Omaha, Nebraska, Battle Creek, Michigan, Lancaster, Lancaster, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania, and Memphis, Tennessee went on strike, ultimately threatening production of its iconic breakfast products. The union and Battle Creek-based company 
have been at an impasse at the bargaining table for more than a year. This is said Daniel Osborne, president of the local union in Omaha. The dispute involves an assortment of pay and benefit issues such as the holiday and vacation pay, loss of premium health care, and reduced retirement benefits. Quote, Kellogg's response to these loyal, hardworking employees has been to demand these workers give up quality health care, retirement benefits, and holiday and vacation pay. And quote, this is Anthony Shelton, president of the Bakery, Confectionery, Tobacco Workers, and Grain Millers International Union. Say that five times. We'll just say the BCTGM Union covers 1,400 members in Battle Creek, Omaha, Lancaster, and Memphis, where Rice Krispies, Raisin Bran, Fruit Loops, Corn Flakes, and Frosted Flakes are produced. I don't know if you're into cereal. I used to love this stuff. I used to smash it. Smash it. Sometimes I still do. But shortages on top of shortages. Beyond that, the Chinese real estate crisis deepens as another developer misses payment deadline. The Chinese developer of luxury apartment Fantasia Holdings Group has failed to repay $205 million to bondholders on the heels of the debt crisis that has hit real estate giant Evergrande or Evergrande. The dollar bond payment due October 4th was not paid. The Shenzhen-based property developer said in a statement to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, earlier Fantasia said it had, quote, sufficient working capital and no liquidity issue, end quote. Separately, property management company Country Garden Services Holdings said a unit of Fantasia failed to repay a $108 million loan that also came due Monday. Warning of a probable default. So, you know, something to watch, you know, pay attention to at least, you know, hey. Because it does have overarching and overreaching effects. CNN Business America could be hit with a debt downgrade for the first time since 2011. Fitch Ratings warned that the fight in Washington over raising the debt ceiling could force the firm to downgrade America's AAA credit rating. Quote, the failure of the latest efforts to suspend the United States federal government's debt limit indicates that the current standoff could be among the most protracted since 2013. End quote. Fitch said, echoing what S&P Global Rating said Thursday, Fitch said it believes the debt limit will be raised or suspended quote, in time to avert a default event, end quote. However, Fitch added that, quote, if this were not done in a timely manner, political brinksmanship and reduced financing flexibility could increase the risk of a U.S. sovereign debt default, end quote. The Treasury Department has warned it will run out of cash and exhaust extraordinary measures by October 18th. At that point, Treasury would no longer have 100% confidence it could pay America's bills. Fitch suggested that getting near that date could trigger a downgrade. Quote, we view reaching the Treasury's X date without the debt limit having been raised as the principal tail risk 
to the U.S. sovereign's willingness and capacity to pay. If this appeared likely, we would review the United States sovereign rating with probable negative implications, end quote, Fitch said. Fitch reiterated that the United States would likely get downgraded even if it kept paying bondholders but delayed other payments like Social Security and paychecks to federal workers. Isn't it interesting? You find it interesting? I find it interesting that the United States has a credit rating, right? No? 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 It's it's a corporation. It's a company. It's a corporation. It's a company. Do companies have credit ratings? Corporations? No, no, no. It's a country. It's a country. It's not a it's not a company. It's not. It's a. It's a corporate country. It's a company. Company corp. Company corporate. It's look. CNBC Senate GOP leader McConnell offers short-term debt ceiling extension following pressure from Biden. Do you believe this? Because I don't. Senate. I'm sorry, Senate Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell today offered a short-term suspension of the United States debt ceiling to avert a national default and economic crisis until Democrats are able to pass a more permanent solution before the end of the year, quote, to protect the American people from a near-term Democrat-created crisis. We will also allow Democrats to use normal procedures to pass an emergency debt limit extension at a fixed dollar amount to cover current spending levels into December, and quote, Mitch McConnell stated in a statement posted to Twitter, quote, this will moot Democrats' excuses about the time crunch they created and give the unified Democratic government more than enough time to pass standalone debt limit legislation through reconciliation, end quote. The Kentucky Republican added, we'll see if that gets picked up or not, moving forward, CNN Business. Goldman Sachs warns of a real risk that America could default on its debt. Concern is rising on Wall Street over Washington's debt ceiling game of chicken. Goldman Sachs warned clients today that Congress may fail to raise or suspend the debt ceiling prior to October 18th deadline. Quote, it looks unlikely that Congress will address the debt limit before the last minute. And there appears to be a material risk that Congress fails to act by the October 18th deadline, end quote. Goldman Sachs economist wrote in a note, if I read this word for word, I would be reading Goldman Sachs economist wrote in, in a note. But that's, that's obviously a typo. You would not believe how many I see as I read these articles, like these things are written by Seniors in high school, the Wall Street Bank added that a, quote, lapse in borrowing authority looks like a real risk, end quote, although that lapse would, quote, probably be brief, end quote. It's important to note that Goldman Sachs and its warning was published prior to news that Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is weighing two ideas to offer Democrats and addressing issue Regarding the debt limit, one option would be the short-term raise of the debt ceiling. A Republican source told CNN, blah, blah, Reuters.com, Diamond, Jamie Diamond, 
Business leaders warn debt ceiling brinksmanship risks catastrophe. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, J.P. Morgan Chase and Company Chief Executive Jamie Dimon and NASDAQ CEO Adina Friedman warned today of financial and economic catastrophe if Congress fails to raise the debt ceiling to three and other business leaders met U.S. President Joe Biden at the White House to pressure Republicans in Congress to vote for a debt ceiling increase, saying their opposition will take America right to the brink. Yellen has warned the Treasury would have very limited cash after October 18th. Quote, this would be a catastrophic outcome. It must be resolved immediately. And quote, Yellen said today, Republicans want Democrats to raise the debt ceiling using reconciliation, a process that would not require Republican votes. Democrats have refused, saying Republicans should join them in the vote because the debt includes about $8 trillion in spending approved during Republican Donald Trump's pre- presidency. To me, it sounds like they can do it by themselves. They don't want to do it by themselves. They want the Republicans to do it with them. I'm confused. Forbes.com, tens of millions of Americans could lose benefits overnight if U.S. defaults this month. White House warns with less than two weeks until the Treasury Department expects to hit the congressionally set limit on the nation's total borrowing. The White House warned today that the resulting debt default would quickly, and in some cases overnight, hinder the government's ability to pay out federal benefits relied upon by tens of millions of Americans, putting pressure on lawmakers to raise or suspend the debt ceiling as they struggle to reach compromise. Man, they're putting everybody out there. Threatening to take everybody's money. Reuters.com, U.S. Senate appears near temporary truce and debt ceiling standoff. This is amazing to me. Hidden in the reconciliation bill, a retirement plan mandate that will take most people by surprise. Forbes.com. Um, A radical change to the retirement system is tucked into the Build Back Better budget reconciliation bill. Under under the proposal starting in 2023, this is important, I think, to listen to, employers with five or more employees would have to offer a retirement plan and automatically enroll employees, diverting 6% of their pay to a retirement account. An automatic escalation clause would increase the automatic contribution to 10% of by year five. The default plan would be a, a Roth IRA invested in a target date fund, a mix of investments based on your expected retirement year. I'm going to read that again. Under the proposal, starting in 2023, employers would Employers with five or more employees would have to offer a retirement plan and then automatically enroll employees, diverting 6% of the employee's pay to a retirement account, and then automatically escalate that 6% to 10% by the fifth year of the offering of the plan. They're basically saying that they're about to make employers with 
with five or more employees not only have retirement plans, but they're going to force their employees to divert 6% of their income, of their pay, to said retirement account. And, of course, retirement accounts are in the stock market. So, basically, the government is going to require pretty much everyone that has a job to invest in the stock market. They call it 401K. They call it an IRA. Call it what you want. It's a mandatory investment in the stock market. Quote, for employers, it's a mandate. They would have to offer the plans. Employees would possibly be able to opt out. End quote. I like that. That's cute. For employers who already offer a 401k or similar plan, nothing would change besides the contribution. Starting at a contribution level of 5% and increasing 10%, but some employees will be able to adjust their contribution. Yep. Be careful and pay attention because you might need to opt out. CNBC, roughly half of the NASDAQ 100 is below the critical longer-term trend line. A painful month for high-growth stocks has punished the tech-heavy NASDAQ 100. Bond yields have risen on higher inflation expectations. Over that stretch, high-growth stocks such as technology often fall during these times as their valuations are harder to justify. The NASDAQ 100, which holds stocks such as Apple and Microsoft, has fallen 7% since early September. Roughly half of the ETF stocks now trade below the 200-day moving average, which is a critical long-term trend line. Quote, I definitely was one of the people sounding the alarm about stretch valuations. End quote. This is Gina Sanchez, chief market strategist at Lidl Advisors. Who went on to say, quote, the reason that a lot of people really weren't that concerned about technology was because technology had a good story going into the panorama, and then the panorama gave it some rocket fuel, and so then it did really well, end quote. She said, down over half of it, Reuters.com, Wall Street ends higher on investor optimism. Oh, I'm optimistic. Regardless of what's going on, Wall Street ended higher today as Investors grew more optimistic that congressional Democrats and Republicans could reach a deal to avert the government debt default. Top U.S. Senator Republican Mitch McConnell said his party would support an extension of the federal debt ceiling into December. This would head off a historic default that would exact a heavy economic toll, bro. It's going to hurt CNBC. Americans are paying the most for gas in seven years. Gas prices have steadily climbed higher this year, and Americans are now paying the most at the pump in seven years. But don't worry about it. Inflation is transitory. 
the national average price for a gallon of Gizaz stood at $3.22 today, according to AAA, which is the highest since at least October 2014. In some places, consumers are paying much, much more. In California, the average price is more than a dollar higher at $4.42 in the state's Mono County prices the top $5. Rising gas prices comes on the heels of an oil rebound. West Texas Intermediate Crude Futures, the U.S. oil benchmark, traded around $77.60 a barrel today after topping $79 in prior session for the first time since November 2014. One year ago, a barrel fetched about 40 buckaroos. Demand for Petroleum products plummeted in 2020 as the panorama shut down economies worldwide, prompting producers to turn off the taps. Though demand has recovered, as people hit the road and business activity picks up, supplies remain constrained. Producers have been slow to return barrels to the market, and Hurricane Ida exacerbated the supply and demand imbalance when it knocked production in the Gulf of Mexico offline. In the face of Rising oil prices, some thought the coalition of oil-producing nations, known as OPEC Plus, would opt to increase output. Instead, the group decided Monday to stick to a previously agreed-upon schedule to return 400,000 barrels per day to the market in November. Higher prices of oil translates to higher gas prices for consumers, and Americans are paying more than a dollar per gallon more than this time last year. Years. So you telling me that these prices are this high, they could make more oil and reduce the prices, but they're not going to do it? What kind of business is that? What kind of business are you running? How dare you get profits, Bree? How dare you? Reuters.com, United States natural gas volatility jumps to a record as prices soar. Where world, 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 why? Why? I'm just playing. As prices soar, wow, 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 So basically, what does this, what does this mean? What does it mean? It means your prices for your gasoline is not going to be cheap. Volatility in U.S. natural gas futures jumped to a record on Tuesday on the back of an energy crunch in major world markets that has sent prices soaring globally. Player? Natural gas prices are at record levels in Europe and Asia as major markets like China struggle to find enough fuel to meet demand that has bounced back from the panorama downturn faster than anticipated. In the United States, implied volatility, a measure of expected fluctuations in the market surged to an all-time high of 122.5%, topping the prior record of 117.5% reached in November 2018. Part of the reason for the wild moves is merchant commodity firms, hedge funds, and other major investors in the market finding themselves exposed to the unexpected price rallies. Companies that bet the wrong direction on markets are sometimes forced to shift positions quickly to cover their losses, further adding to volatility. Is that why it's costing more for me to use my water heater? All that mumbo jumbo and firms and price action. I just want my gas bill to be cheaper. 
And I'm trying to get my He-Man, my He-Man action figure. <laughs> trying to get my Barbie, man. Oops, the CNBC toy makers warn delays in stocking retail shelves could create a four-month holiday hangover. Four months. I told y'all, try to, y'all need to do y'all shopping. Try to tell y'all, even from the porch of his home in Malibu, toy executive Isaac Larian can't escape this holiday season's biggest business challenge. You can see a long line of container ships idle at the Port of Los Angeles, about 70 miles away. Larian, CEO of MGA Entertainment, said the congested port has been a persistent view off the California coast since at least May. As he tries to relax and watch the sunset, it's a constant reminder of the many toys that have yet to arrive. The, the delay in unloading the ships could jeopardize whether parents can buy the toys in time to wrap up and tuck under the Christmas tree. If they missed the opportunity, toys could linger on shelves with clearance stickers deep into the winter. Quote, I can see an ocean full of containers, end quote. He said, ship after ship after ship full of containers waiting to unload. He said the company, the maker of LL Surprise, Rainbow High and Little Tykes, currently has enough inventory to meet around 65% of its outstanding orders. He said MGA Entertainment has anticipated 50% sales growth this year, but now expects the growth to only be 18% or 20%. He did not share specific revenue numbers because the company is privately held. Lorian is just one of many toy manufacturers grappling with a massive bottleneck in the global transportation pipeline caused by the poke poke and the pan pan and the pow pow. <laughs> and worsened by the blockage of the Suez Canal in March. Shipping containers that once cost $3,200 now sell for north of 20,000 bands. And even when containers are unloaded, there aren't enough truckers to deliver those shipments. Power outages in China, a resin shortage, and higher labor costs have also strained the supply of goods and increased prices. Quote, it's really, really complex set of problems that has a chain effect, and I'm afraid that this will continue for a long time, end quote. Larian said, no company is immune. Larger ones do have more resources. Home Depot and Costco have gone so far as to contract dedicated container ships to expedite their orders. Larger companies also have the cash to place orders well in advance. Hasbro and Mattel didn't respond to a request for comment for this story, but executives have stressed the big toy companies are better equipped to handle these challenges. What's the bottom line? Man, y'all better start shopping, Bree. But what if it's not available? Then, man, I don't know. Let's switch over to some tech, and then let's get into the show. CNN Business, GM, General Motors switching to electric will help double our sales. General Motors transition to an all-electric vehicle lineup will help the environment. It will also help make General Motors a 100% more successful business, the company says. GM announced today that it forecasts doubling global revenue by the end of the decade and improving its profit margins as it does so. Company executives are set to lay out specifics of their plans at a two-day investor program 
that actually begins today. Doubling revenue would mean adding more than $100 billion in annual sales. The company reported global revenue of $122.5 billion last year, despite the hit to to sales from the overall panorama. GM said it will accomplish this not just by selling more cars, but by moving into new markets, including auto insurance, defense contracting, as well as autonomous vehicle ride-hailing and delivery services. Early this week, Bloomberg reported that the automaker forecasts it could quickly reach annual revenue of $50 billion from its robo-taxi unit once it starts selling rides. Car buyers are also looking for new, more expensive options. Are you? Because I'm not. Let me get the cheapest, you know what I'm saying? Let me get that cheap, hey, let me get that cheapest luxury you got, including assisted driving and enhanced safety features. GM plans to unveil details of what it is dubbing Ultra Cruise, the next step in its hands-free driver assist technology that will be offered starting in 2023. So, here comes the electric, here comes the copper and the nickel in the <clears throat> and the silver. They're going to need silver. Reuters.com, Amazon's Twitch hit by a data breach. You're going to see this more and more and more and more and more and more and more. Like everything. Data data breaches everywhere, player. There's gonna that's all you're gonna see on the horizon. You're gonna watch the sunrise and all you're gonna see is data breaches coming over. The hills and mountains and fields that you were looking past to try to see that sunrise is not happening. You got Twitch? Uh oh. Amazon dot com's live streaming esports platform Twitch. It was said it was hit by a data breach and did not provide further details. An anonymous hacker claimed to have leaked Twitch data, including information related to the company's source code, clients, and unreleased games, according to Video Games Chronicle, which first reported the news of the hack. Twitch confirmed the breach and said that its teams are working with urgency to understand the extent of the hack. The company declined to comment further and said it would update the community as soon as additional information is available. Amazon did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The hacker's motive was to foster more disruption and competition in the online video streaming space, according to the Video Games Chronicle report about 125 gigabytes of data was leaked. Man, that's a lot, including information on Twitch's highest-paid video game streamers since 2019, such as a $9.6 million payout to the voice actors of popular game Dungeons and & Dragons and an $8.4 million payout to Canadian streamer XQCOW. The report said Twitch leak is real, includes significant amount of personal data, and is not a joke, cybersecurity expert Kevin Beaumont tweeted, Twitch, an online esports platform with more than 30 million average daily visitors, has become increasingly popular with musicians and video gamers where they interact with users while live streaming content. The platform, which was boycotted, boycotted earlier this year by users for not doing enough to block harassment, previously made a move to ban users for offenses such as hate group membership and credible threats of violence. 
Better watch out. You better watch out. MoneyGram partners with Ripple competitor Stellar. And you might think, who cares? This is Forbes.com. You should care because it will settle transaction with the USD coin, the USD stable coin. The MoneyGram International Incorporated, one of the largest money transfer services in the world. Here it comes, y'all, is partnering with the Stellar Development Foundation, a nonprofit organization that supports the development of Stellar, a blockchain network that facilitates cross-border transactions. The Stellar Network utilizes the XLM coin to operate, currently priced at $0.32 with a $7.8 billion market capitalization. Through the partnership, MoneyGram's network will integrate with the Stellar blockchain to enable cash funding and payout in multiple currencies, be it a U.S. dollar, a Japanese yen. It will be using USD coin a stable coin governed by Coinbase and Circle through the Center Consortium, according to Daniel Dixon, CEO and Executive Director of the Stellar Development Foundation. Initially developed on the Ethereum blockchain, USD coin went live on Stellar in February. Customers will be able to convert cash into and out of USD coin for instant pickup at MoneyGram locations. On the back end, Dallas-based FDI-insured United Texas Bank will facilitate settlement between Circle and MoneyGram. The service is scheduled to launch in select markets by the end of the year with further further international rollout planned in 2022, though no additional details, including pricing, have been shared. We're, quote, we're enabling consumers to bridge crypto assets and fiat currencies. And we think that we can be a pioneer and a leader in that opportunity, end quote. This is Alex Holmes, chairman and CEO of MoneyGram International. What's important, Dixon notes, is that a whole segment of cash users will get access to cryptocurrency services that may have previously been out of reach. You can bring in your cash into a MoneyGram location and bring it onto the blockchain and you don't have to have a bank account to do that Dixon explains and the same is true if you don't have a bank account to pull your assets off of the blockchain like Stellar now you can do that by going into a MoneyGram location and picking up your cash there uh, good luck with that y'all can do that I'm not doing that that's it for current events though I appreciate y'all sticking with a, you know sticking with a brother <clears throat> Excuse me. So what we got here? Blah blah. Eleven most dangerous trust powers. It's possible that you know. <clears throat> um. You may. You may have. Uh, you know. You may be, you may have heard of trust. I'm sure you have if you're checking out, <laughs> if you're checking out, you know, the foundation. You may, you may be looking to create a trust, or possibly, you know, you're just learning about trust. Maybe, or possibly, you are looking to, you know, maybe set up a trust, but you're not 
you know, entrusted training, so to speak. And it's just a situation where you, you're going to do it anyways, right? That may be it. So, <clears throat> the biggest, the biggest, when it comes to the inception, the inception of, of or the creation, let's just say that, of a trust, you know, and specifically a, a private trust or private contractual entity is the the indenture, the contract itself, right? And then, of course, we can sit here and discuss and speak on the importance and necessity of proper administration, right? But the administration of, you know, any trust is going to be heavily predicated, if not 100% predicated, on the contract indenture. You know, you, you got to follow the contract. You, gotta, you know, that's that's what our job is as trustee, right? So, some of the biggest or most coveted secrets, you know, in the private and even in the public, are the language. The language, the language of, you know, of the indenture itself, the contract, the language of the contract of the trust, or even in the public, the language of the trust agreement, the agreement in the public. But what is the language? The language is, you know, what it's, it's, it's the words that are used to describe the terms and, and conditions and, you know, the, the certain items of, of, of the trust indenture, right? But I guess to be I guess to be more specific is the terms or the words, you know, the language of the trust is describing certain if not just situations, but certain powers, abilities and responsibilities of the trustees, right? Maybe uh, what the beneficiaries can and cannot do, you know, that's going to be represented in the language, but it, it comes from ultimately uh, not only experience, but it comes from uh, the knowledge that is generally required in administration of a trust. So in order to perfect trust language, you know, the indenture language, right? It's important to know the powers. You know, you gotta have the powers of the trustee, you know, what is what is the what is the corpus, what is income, you know, you, you gotta have all of the laws and the rules and, and the stipulations and the terms and different functions and all of these have to be established referenced or strictly and specifically addressed in the indenture and in order to address it you got to understand the concepts in order to understand the concepts you have to be introduced to specific concepts and to order to study them and understand them right 
So a lot of people get into, you know, what you can do or what can be done or what the positives or the powers are, you know, of of the trust and what the powers are, what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or let's, let's just say a lot of people focus on the do's of trust, right? So, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I could do probably a year's and years worth of shows of episodes of the foundation on the do's of trust, right? It would not be difficult in my opinion, but the don'ts, right? Let's talk about the don'ts. And that's what we're going to get into with the 11 most dangerous trust powers. Now, as I said, this is from a document. I got to do, what's the date? October 6th, October 6th, 10, 6 document, you know, email secretary, <laughs> email secretary at welcome to the foundation.com very simple instructions secretary at welcome to the foundation.com October 6 10 6 show document and you will receive the document that I'm reading from or referencing from now this document is pretty extensive. Now, there's there's a lot more in this document than just you know these these eleven most dangerous trust powers. So I think it's you know either way it's a win win. It's a it's a one hundred percent win win. If you email the secretary at secretary at welcome to the foundation dot com, you know you understand. I hope you understand. I hope I hope I've been clear. The biggest thing that we're looking to avoid, right, is the improper uh, designation of the trust that we as trustees are administering, right? Improper designation or classification of the actual trust itself, okay? Um, What do I mean? The IRS recognizes three different types of trusts. That's grantor. Uh, simple and complex three different types of trust the irs recognizes like this is what you get into this is this is the issues that that arise and knowing this really helps all right so the the trust or the type of trust the irs recognizes that we administer here at the private here at the foundation it's a complex trust right now the worst misclassification that can 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 happen with a complex trust is for it to be, you know, classified or alleged to be a grantor trust. A grantor trust is uh, it's looked at basically as an alter ego. It has. Um, It has no distinction between the grantor and the trust itself. It's an alter ego. It's 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 not a separate and distinct entity, right? So why does that matter? It matters because what most people won't describe openly when when discussing trust is the reason or the primary motivation for the majority of people who are looking to 
you know, go private or, you know, restructure their estate with private trust structures is, and you know, a lot of people can't articulate this, but the primary reason, the, the impetus, what is prompting this move is to move out of the individual 1040 individual tax game requirements, ceilings, deductions, whatever, to move out of that and to get into the 1041, the trust and estate tax law or tax game. And if you know what you're doing, you have the proper structures, you have the proper knowledge, education with regards to administration of these types of structures, it's it's much, much, much more beneficial. And that's one of the main reasons that most people are looking to, quote, go private, you know, to to set up their private estate, to get their private trust. I got my 9-8 number. Okay, well, what's, what's the main thing is that, look, people are trying to reduce their taxes. So I'm going to tell you straight up, one of the main ways, one of the main um, requirements in order to do so is to unequivocally instantiate a complex trust versus a grantor trust, hands down, right? So if if a grantor trust or look, look if a grantor of a trust has too many powers. It will be treated basically as if there were no trust or as if the property were still in the hands of the grantor. It it eliminates the income tax advantages of trust for all the income of the trust will be taxed to the grantor. Period. This This is it. Also, let's say, you know, you're dealing with a family trust, right? And the grantors, your grandmother, your grandfather, I don't know, your mother, your father, who knows, you know, great uncle. And they they passed away. And you'd be like, well, the grantor's not here, so there's no there's no concern for there be an allegation of this is a grantor trust. Well, you are mistaken. Grantor trust rules still apply. Well, I'm not there's the grantor's deceased, that doesn't matter. They look to apply those grantor trust rules to trustees, individually and collectively, such as, oh, y'all bought a y'all bought a car with the trust funds, right? And just just these two trustees utilize that car. Well, actually, that's not trust property. It's it's their property, and, and, and it, the the amount that you used to purchase the car was actually uh uh. Uh, income that you received from the trust as trustees and you know that income wasn't claimed it wasn't reported it was there was no taxes paid on that income so they look to apply grantor trust rules to specific trustees and specific transactions 
So this is this is serious. The 11, 11 most dangerous trust powers. Let's jump into them. Number one, property of the trust will revert to the grantor of the trust <clears throat> within 10 years or any one time. Any reversion, any power to reclaim any property in the trust by the grantor or individual trustees, that's that's some that's some grantor that's that's a that's that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's that's dangerous. It's a dangerous power for a trustee or a grantor to have. Don't do it. I suggest you don't do it. You wanna do it? Play around. Play around. Number two. Close relatives are the entire board of trustees. Close relatives. Of course, you'd be like, well, so does the family trust, man. And blow. Okay, so there's there's definitely trusts where the board is all close family members. It happens. When you get into, you know, wealthy families and stuff, they'll they'll hire typically hire a financial advisor, some fiduciary financial advisor. Or or um, financial attorney or something like that, and appoint them to the board. But they're you know this 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 person is is acting under you know that specific trust trustee appointment, and you know their powers are subject to you know the contract indenture itself. But they'll have, you know, they'll have an outside, you know, some, a person on the board that is not a, you know, a family member. That's not kin. That's, you know, that's, that's outside the direct family members. Now, you know, you, you may be a minister in a trust that, that, that may have some of these characteristics, I, you know, and I would say the more characteristics that you or or identify with the the bigger the problem is now now is having a single characteristic associated with your administration going to kill and not you know just sink sink all boats you know not necessarily the grantor reserves a power to determine distributions or benefits from the trust oops that's a that's a that's a dangerous power for the grantor. Number four, the benefits of the trust can flow to the grantor without the approval of an adverse party or adverse trustee. And like remember I said, they'll 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 look to treat or, or apply these grantor rules to specific trustees and transactions. Remember that. Number five, the income of the trust can be used to pay personal debts. Such a trust is called a grantor trust and all the income is taxed to the grantor or creator, not to the trust nor to the beneficiaries. Number six, power to revoke the trust. And we, we simply we simply avoid avoid that by, you know, it being an irrevocable trust, right? Right? Number seven, power for anyone to distribute the corpus or income to himself or herself. Sounds like a grantor trust. Grantor dance to me. 
you have you got any po- you got power to distribute the corpus or income to yourself? Yeah, good luck with that. Number eight, power to use trust property to support someone the grantor is legally obligated to support. This can make the trust grantor taxable. Number nine, power to deal with the trust for less than an adequate consideration. In the the sense of it being a business trust, in the business trust, it charges a certain fee for its services. But somewhere in the trust indenture, there's there's a power for the grantor or any of the trustees to get those same services for a discount. Or what is also known as less than adequate consideration or compensation. That's a dangerous, that's a dangerous power right there. You know, that's very, very dangerous. Number 10, power for the grantor or trustee to borrow from the trust without adequate interest or adequate security. And and you'll have, you know, attorneys say you can't. If you're a trustee, the trust can't make a loan to you, or or it can't make a loan to any any you know related party. That's, you can't do that. Well, you know that sounds like a statutory, some sort of statutory regulation or something of that nature. Now, in the private, you could definitely, you know, you know loans. To beneficiaries, loans to trustees from the trust. Okay, you want to paper that up? You better have a contract. It better be adequate interest, and it the trustees better have ensured that that adequate security against the loan. was acquired can I get a loan can I get a loan from the trust I'm one of the trustees cool what you got to put up you got a car what you got a house what you got I don't have a car I don't have a horse you ain't got, you ain't got no security nope well hey well look can't do it all right all right all right I got some silver well how much loan do you want I want twenty thousand dollars alone well you better give us twenty five thousand dollars in, in in gold or silver or both, and we'll give you the cash. And when you pay, you pay the, pay the trust back, and then we'll give you we'll give you silver back. But there's going to be interest. How do you do this? You go around to credit unions in the area, different banks in the area, and you attempt to ascertain what they would charge for a personal loan. What's the interest? How many points would you charge on a personal loan? What's the lowest? points that you charge on a personal loan and then record that information where'd you get it from what, was, what did they say what was the lowest points did they have a brochure did they have a little pamphlet that quoted that it was four percent interest on this two percent interest on that substantiate that 
So it could be easily stated that, hey, you know, this loan, we went to this place, we went to this place, we went to this place, and, which, you know, this is, this is the, the average or median rate of interest. So that's what we went by. You better, you better, you better substantiate. Look, we got about 60 seconds left in the broadcast. Uh, we're going to go over a little bit. Call in number is 563-999-3625. 563-999-3625 if you're checking out the episode on the road. I'm just playing. You might want to call in. You don't, you don't want to call in. You're going to get cut off. I promise you. I'm out. We got less than a minute. We got less than a minute. It's happening. So I want to be a clear, you know, a lot of people, you know, get misled with this. You know, you, you can't borrow from the trust. Look, you you better substantiate. You better make it look really good or, or don't do it. I was I was just straight up suggest you don't do it. If you know. If you can't substantiate it properly, if you can't show, you know, what was the due diligence that the Board of Trustees performed in order to ascertain the proper interest rate that's going to be charged on this loan? What was the proper security that was encumbered in order to secure this loan so that the trust would not take a loss? Otherwise, don't do it. Hands down. Leave it alone. Go to sleep. Take a nap. Number 11. And this is, you know, this is it. This is 11 dangerous powers, right? Number 11, power for the grantor or trustee or non-adverse party to decide who gets how much of the property or income of the trust. Now, I'm so, these are all individuals, individual grantor, individual trustee, individual non-adverse party. Now, this has nothing to say about the board of trustees. Of course, the board of trustees are going to have the power to decide who gets how much of the property or income of the trust. That's the board of trustees. But any single person or individual having any of these 11 powers is very dangerous when you're looking to make it clear and substantiate clearly that this trust by the substantive administration is actually a complex trust versus a grantor trust. Real quick, number one, property of the trust reverts to the grantor within 10 years or at all. Number two, close relatives are the entire board of trustees. Number three, the grantor or trustees reserves power to determine distributions or benefits from the trust. Remember, this would be individuals, the board of trustees. Number four, the benefits of the trust can flow to the grantor without the approval of an adverse party or the board of trustees number five the income of the trust can be used to pay personal debts number six there's a power to revoke the trust anytime there's a power to revoke the trust whoo man that looks like a grantor trust for real for real number seven power for anyone to distribute the corpus or income to themselves Number eight, power to use trust property to support someone the grantor or individual trustee is legally obligated to support. It doesn't matter. Is, is, is it contractually evident that the trust is to support this person or is the grantor supposed to be to support or is a trustee? We, we got to figure that out. Number nine, 
power to deal with the trust for less than adequate consideration. Why would you have these powers? Number 10, power for the grantor, the borrower, or trust, trustee, excuse me, to borrow from the trust without adequate interest or adequate security. That's a big no-no. It's dangerous. Number 11, power for the grantor or trustee, individual trustee or non-adverse party to decide who gets how much of the property or income of the trust. Bonus, uh, three devices that can give you more flexibility while appearing to restrict the grantor's control over the trust. Number one, first device, use of an independent trustee. Number two, providing that distributions must be made in accordance with a definite standard. Number three, providing that distributions must be approved by an adverse party. I would also say the board of trustees, but if you're talking about distributions to beneficiaries, the board of trustees may not be enough. You may need an adverse party simply because the beneficiaries of a family trust are more than likely going to be related to the members on the board of trustees because it's a family trust. So the board, the board voting for certain types of distributions to the beneficiaries, I mean, come on. If you think about it, that could be a bias. Now, if you have an adverse trustee, someone in there who's not family, who votes as well, it's going to make it look much more substantive. How serious do you want to get with this? It's a lifestyle. I say it all the time. Going private and administering private trusts and businesses, it's a lifestyle. It's not a hobby. It gets real deep. And there's a, there's a certain requirement and I would say a universal requirement that once you know something or have gained a portion of knowledge, that knowledge must be applied or implemented and if you don't, it is absolutely detrimental to what you're doing so knowing these 11 most dangerous trust powers not only gives you an extra amount of knowledge, but also comes along with that knowledge or that power, the responsibility to apply it and to apply it properly. Now, I'm always here to help. You can email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. If you want to, you know, book a consultation, if you, you can also go to welcome to the foundation.com. You can book a consultation from there. Also, you know, I'm very, very, very familiar with, you know, private structures, trusts, foundations, uh, charitable trusts, as well as um, corporate structures, specifically LLCs, business credit, you know, bank accounts, brokerage account, just the stuff that I'm familiar with. Is the stuff that I do, you know, and these things I do with corporations, these things I do with private contractual entities, um, whether it's protection or uh, funds, asset protection, whatever it is. 
you know, and 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 that, you know, ultimately and more you can find in trustee training. If you're interested in trustee training or about to start a new session, I would I would say, hey, now's the time. Now's the time. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Don't be scared. But repetition is key. Ultimately, repetition is key. Also, you know, doing the work, doing the requisite study, reading, that's also key. Being humble um, and acknowledging and admitting that there's things that you don't know. So that that acknowledgement can lead to us learning some of these things that we don't know. Some of these things that we know that we don't know, you know. It's it's big. It's a big deal, you know. It's it's especially when you're talking about um, trustee training and actually creating your private structures, your business trust, your asset trust, your family trust, creating or you know maybe reestablishing or you know restructuring that corporation or that LLC so that it fits properly with this you know these other structures that you've created and actually planning for succession getting the information the know-how and how to properly not only create but start grow and protect this private estate that you created not only from you know creditors and litigators but you know the state probate courts other different actors maybe an auntie who's very overbearing or an uncle who you know you may not trust too much to have you know your your child's best interest or even their child's best interest at heart so you want to ensure that you know as a beneficiary your child or your niece or your nephew or whoever it is is taken care of by the trust because the trust has no feelings the trust itself has no favorites it has no agenda people have agenda contracts do not but you know as I said it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle and you know if it's something that you're interested in pursuing admin at welcome to the foundation.com and uh, you know we can just take it from there it's not for everyone though and just let that be known but if it is for you I would it would be an honor to assist you in your private transition so excuse me I appreciate y'all checking out the show. I appreciate y'all rocking with the foundation. You know, I appreciate y'all being humble, putting your head down, getting your information, getting your knowledge and applying it so that not only can you change your life, but you can change the trajectory of your family. Not only the trajectory of wealth, trajectory of class and ability and a lot of different things. And it all starts with you. And that's why, you know, Especially with the trustees, you know, I really respect y'all. 
I really respect y'all. I know what y'all going through. I know what you're doing. I know what you're attempting. And I know at times it feels like too much. And, you know, it feels like, uh, you know, no one's got your back. And, you know, maybe you called me a couple of times and, you know, I didn't answer or haven't called you back yet. And it feels like I don't even have your back. But look, just keep keep it moving. Keep keep going. Keep trying. Keep pushing forward. And, and, and do your best not to take. Don't take things personal. You know, everyone is the, is the star of their own movie. It's not nothing personal to you. Most people don't even think about you as much as you think about yourself or as much as you think people are thinking of you. Think about it. Right? But, I mean, the trustees, yo, the trustees in training, man, do I respect y'all. And, I, you know, I believe in y'all. And those of you who maybe aren't in, you know, the trustee training here at the foundation, maybe you're on the fence. Or maybe you tried to, you know, go with a different guru and you, you maybe feel like you got kind of taken advantage of or you just didn't get the information or, or, or downright the brother or sister disappeared on you, straight up ghosted you. Or let's say you've been going to the law library for, for many years and, you, you know, maybe you have a trust indenture. Maybe you've been administering. Maybe, you, maybe you know, what whatever stage that you're in. I really respect you. I really respect you. And I respect what you're attempting to do. I really do. It's, um, in my opinion, it's something to be applauded. And most people, you know, aren't even going to know what you, what you're doing. Most people will never know what you what you overcame and what you accomplished. Most people will never know enough to say, "Hey, good job." You know, you took your whole family private, your whole estate. And it's protected from the state and the federal government. And, you know, you taught your, your children and, and your nieces and your nephews and, and your cousins and, and even your auntie and your uncles and, and your dad and your mom. You taught them how to, you know, administer the estate. You taught them about the succession. You named them to the board of trustees. You made it worth it to them. You got You got the whole estate up and running and then they started seeing not only the difference in you but the difference in, in the wealth of your estate and they wanted to get involved say what'd you do he said hey man I just conveyed you know my, my, my property into the trust what's it for it's for the family it's for the children it's for the you know really who's all the beneficiaries oh well actually you know everybody's a beneficiary you a beneficiary too your children are really man what when they understand what you're doing, they understand it, that you're doing it was real, man. People start helping you. Well, what can I do to help? And if they don't, that's cool. No hard feelings. But do what you do. I believe in what you're doing. I really do. I believe in in what you're doing. I believe in why you're doing it. And I, you know, I believe in 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 you achieving your overall goals. As to, you know, why you, you do such a thing is, you know, listen to shows like this, you know, the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Brothers just sitting here up here talking about trust and stuff and, and, and foundation and corporations and, 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 and business credit and stuff. This dude be talking about this stuff for five, six, seven years. And you're sitting here listening to this stuff, you know. You're the one I'm talking to. I believe, I believe, I believe in you. You got, the, you got this, you got this. With the without, with the without the foundation, you know. With the without, so L. I know this to be true. 
But, you know, if it's going to be with, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. Shoot me an email. Let, let's let's connect. Tap in. You know, this is this is a whole movement. This is the foundation, but, you know, we are high frequency. This is, you know, it's all of us syncing up, you know, on the right frequency and, and, and vibrating. So, you know, I look I look forward to meeting you. I look forward to assisting you. I'm not going to take any callers. I'm ready to get up out of here. I got ants in my pants, man. I've been sitting down for this long. I got that ADHD, DHD, DHD, DD, DDT, bro. I got that DDT. That's what I got. I got that DDT, Bree. So, you know. Can't do it. But I appreciate you checking out the show. You know, I appreciate you investing in yourself. In your knowledge, in your, in your comprehension. You know? And I appreciate you, you know. I appreciate you, you know, being down with the foundation, being being a follower, being a listener, being whatever whatever it is, whatever you want to consider yourself. I wanna say I wanna say I appreciate you checking out the foundation. Whether you brand new, it's your first time or this is your fifteen hundredth time. I definitely appreciate y'all. I love y'all, man. I believe in y'all, you know? So Welcome to the foundation.com, you know, at the minimum, sign up for the email list. You know, those of you who have been on the fence about, you know, checking out uh, the trustee training, make sure you get on that email list. We got some something rocking for you. You can email me, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. You know, close mouth, don't get fed. Uh, I'm, I've been known to negotiate and be negotiable. And I ain't talking to the instrument, Bree. So, you know, hit me up. But with that being said, I mean, hey, I appreciate y'all checking out the show. You know, I appreciate you investing in you, investing in your private education. You know, this year's coming to a rizzle. It's coming to a rizzle. All this crazy stuff, you know, debt ceilings and, 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 and defaults and, 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 and Evergrande. And, you know, just, just look, man, panoramas. And, and you got the poke, and you got the poke, poke, and now you're going to have the poke, poke, poke. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, right? There's all types of stuff going on. All types of stuff going on. So with all, you know, with all of these things that are going on, you know, it may be hard to keep your head, stay grounded, just, I just want you to know, and I want you to think about this, just, just be honest. You've handled everything else. You've made it through all of the things, the, the the trials and tribulations and the impossibilities in your life. You've made it through all of those. So what's what's the difference of what's happening now? And what's the difference of what's coming? There's nothing when it comes to you because really, you made it through everything. And I'm not to say that you made it through everything unscathed and that certain situations and circumstances have not had an effect on you, whether it's psychological, emotional, or otherwise. What I'm saying is, is that you made it. And there's been nothing that life has thrown at you thus far, the universe, what have you, that has completely broken you. And even if you are broken, you know, the rebuilding process is a beautiful thing. 
Whether you're talking about bones or that Japanese art or the Chinese, Chinese or Japanese art of rebuilding broken pottery and different items by fusing it with gold, fusing the pieces back together with gold. Not only does it represent the beauty of something reconstructed, but it also represents the value of something reconstructed. Same thing with your bones. You break a bone and when it heals, that broken part is going to be stronger than any other part of your bone. It just heals back more dense. What am I saying? You got this is what I'm saying. I believe in you, you know. I appreciate you checking out the show. I understand why you check out the show. I understand why you check out content such as this. I'm very excited for you to reach the levels of achievement, completion, and success that you're looking for, that you desire, that you are working towards. And if there's anything that I can do to assist, as I said, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say that I appreciate y'all for checking out the show. As always, thank you very much. If it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be doing it. Just, just be honest. I'm still, I'm still kind of taken aback at, you know, how this has grown and how it came to be and, you know. So I, I really appreciate y'all, you know. So, so L, I, I, I really appreciate y'all. So with that being said, I, you know, I trust y'all will have a great week. The remainder of your week, the weekend, and the things that will come after up until next Wednesday when we do this dance again. I look forward to seeing you. Or hearing you or checking out that energy on the next show here at the Foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. As I said, I appreciate y'all checking out the show. Y'all enjoy yourself. Be good to yourself. Be good to other people. You know, even even if they're being weird, be nice. You'll feel you'll feel better later. Let people trip. It's offer and acceptance. Don't accept the bull. I'm not finna contract with you, weirdo. You going you down to you down to execute this weirdo contract? You just gonna walk out your house and someone's being weird in the street and stuff, being weird. You on it over there and gonna accept the weirdo contract? <laughs> Watch out for them weirdo contracts. Don't accept them, so that you can have a more peaceful life. I appreciate y'all. And I'll catch y'all next week. So, yeah, as I usually say, enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. Make sure you say 10 things that you are thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night. It's very important. And I'll catch y'all next week. My name is So L, the host of the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. It has been a pleasure. And I'll catch y'all next week here on High Frequency Radio Network. Appreciate y'all. Peace to the guys. High Frequency Radio.